Hi, welcome to my creativity. and producing output. I'm your host, Surrey. I reveal how I work, my projects, my process, well, my creativity. From planning and goal setting, to how I stay accountable for my output, to the way ideas pop into my head, and to the frameworks I use to stimulate my creativity and formalize it. Now each week, I go over last week's goals, and at the end of the episode, I present some new goals to accomplish for that coming week. Now we're coming to the end of March, so next week I will be coming some April goals. But I haven't done so well with my March goals. I was supposed to write a short story. I've still got a couple of days, so we'll see. Now last week's goals was to write the short story. I haven't written it, but I've been going through my ideas, and I'm starting to formulate it. Uh, my running, uh, I'm still running the 5 kilometers and 10 kilometers on Sunday. I've successfully done that. It's a little bit easier now. The weather is cooling down. And how to write a novel revision. And I got so sidetracked off that. I've been working from home, which is a bit of a change from normal. So normally I take a train ride for an hour up to Perth, where I do my work during the day. And on that hour train ride, I do my creative work. And since I haven't been doing that, I've been sort of wrangling kids and dogs and things. I've been wondering how I'm going to fit my hour of novel writing in. Add on to that, that I've gotten back on to writing this computer game that I was writing. We'll see how that goes. But my short story, so this is an interesting thing. So a lot of times people say, how do you come up with ideas? They don't ask me that personally. They mean they ask the world in general. Ideas for stories. And I've got a couple of ways. Because, you know me, I like to have frameworks and processes. It's not enough. Like If I ask a question, oh, how am I going to come up with an idea? It's not enough for me to just shrug my shoulders and go, oh, I don't know. I guess the one will just come to me. I have to go, well, how will I come up with ideas? And I begin researching the topic. I start looking at how ideas form, where ideas have come from in the past, and how I can thus create a strategic you know, step-by-step process to allow me to come up with ideas. Uh, is this just the way I'm wired? I think maybe we should be more wired this way. But I have come up with ways of coming up with ideas. And the way I chose to use it is a retelling. I love retellings. Uh, quite simply put, every story has been told already. I think you'd be struggling to find a, a truly original story. And I, I think that's a good thing, because if you do come up with a truly original story that hasn't been told before, quite likely it's not a story that people want to hear. And I say that because there have been uh, 
goodness knows. I was reading uh, an estimate, the number of human beings that have ever been alive is somewhere around 150 or 130 billion. Uh, it depends on who you ask exactly and how you want to do the math, but it's in the 100, let's call it 150 billion range. And a lot of them have at some point come up with a story that they've told or written or sung or done something about. And if if you can come up with something that those 150 billion people haven't come up with, maybe it's not something that people like to be entertained by. Or you could just be really lucky. So retelling. Now the idea here is to start off and say, I want to pick a story that we know, and I want to retell it in a special way. And for a short story, I'm going to pick a relatively short story. I mean, you could pick longer stories, but even longer stories really do boil down very succinctly. If you were to look at Lord of the Rings, quite a long story, you could well argue. Certainly a lot of words involved. But the essence of the story is uh, a person who has a um, you know, this ring... They've got something that is uh, uh, a symbol of evil and it needs to be expelled from the world before the world is consumed by that evil. And basically some, some guy, Frodo, takes this ring to a mountain and chucks it in the fire. That's the story. So a whole lot more goes on, obviously, but quite a short story. But I went for Hansel and Gretel. It's a, a rather dark story, as many of these grim fairy tales are. Brothers Grimm are grim. But if we were to boil it down to its essence, we're talking about a brother and sister, or let's, let's make that even more general, a two people that have a strong bond with one another who are in the wild world on their own. They are desperate and allured into a house or into a into a position or a situation by promises that are a little bit too good to be true and there they get trapped where they are abused and will be killed but they turn the tables and they kill their abuser and captor that's that's the basic story that i'm going to tell now, the way I do this with a retelling, it's, it's interesting to just pull out the, the basic essence like that, and that's important. But the next thing I want to do is I want to change a, two elements. And I, I say two because it's a good number to work with. The first element I'm going to change is I'm going to do what's called a character inversion. So that means... I'm going to change the witch into a good person rather than an evil person. And sort of following that, Hansel and Gretel are going to be the bad people. And I'm going to set it. And the, the second thing I'm going to change, so that's character inversion. Second thing I'm going to change is the time and setting. So I'm going to make that a modern setting because... That way I don't have to be quite so historically accurate. So now I've got this idea that Hansel and Gretel, a couple of mean kids, are abandoned in some way out in the wild world. 
quite possibly because their parents are frightened of them. Maybe they killed their parents. Or um, maybe they're just, you know, mean delinquents of some sort. But nonetheless, they get lured into a place that they think will suit them well. So I'm thinking they're initially going to think that the house they're breaking into is a bit crooked. Perhaps they're thinking they're getting into like a, a drug dealer's house where maybe they'll be able to nick some cash, steal some drugs, uh, do something along those lines. But they're going to be captured by the resident of that house who is actually going to be a kind-hearted woman. But I'm thinking that it's going to be told from Hansel and Gretel's point of view a little bit. So we're going to see this person who captures them being made out to be a bit mean. And what this person is going to do is try to reform them, try to show them how to make good choices and um, give them a leg up in the world. And then the twist at the end is they kill her and eat her because, yeah, maybe metaphorically they do that. So you can see it's Hansel and Gretel retelling. I've changed characters. I've changed the setting. And I can, I'm already pretty excited by this idea. It's, it sounds quite dark and grim. It's going to be a bit of a, a thriller, I suppose you might say. So that'll be a bit of a challenge. I haven't written a lot of that sort of work. It's going to be a short story, so that means we've got to have a quickly get to a inciting incident, something that tells you, ah, the story's happened. That's probably when they get to this house and are captured. That would be the inciting incident. And then there's going to be work there towards a midpoint where things are going to look really rosy and like things are going to work out well. Or rather, from Hansel Gretel's point of view, it's looking like things are going to be go, going pretty bad. And in the midpoint, it will inflect, and things will start to go a bit better. Hansel and Gretel, Gretel are going to start behaving themselves, shall we say, improving themselves. But then they try to escape, or they try to harm this person who's trying to help them. But the person diffuses their attempt and just when we think it's going to be that Hansel and Gretel turn out to be nice people after all, they're going to win. They're going to succeed at being unpleasant. So it's kind of one of these, um, uh, maybe a psychological horror even. We'll see how we go. So that's, that's, that's the idea process I'm going through. And you can do this with, with any sort of retellings. Uh, I've got two other idea ways of coming up with ideas, but the retellings are great because... You've already sort of got a bit of a plot structure sitting there. All you have to do is change a couple, tweak a couple elements to make it your own. And as I just discussed then, you can be quite creative. Uh, assuming I was quite creative doing that, I don't know. You might think I'm not that creative, but the point being is I'm quite interested in this short story. And so that's an idea process. And I think I've, I think I've recorded a, no, no, written a blog. No, I didn't. That was a different one. Uh, it's in my upcoming book that I'm writing, this, this idea process. The other one is using music, and the other one is what's the real story. The music one's quite fun. It's quite straightforward. It happens. I noticed while I'm going for my runs, and so I've got my headphones on, and I'm listening to music, and my thoughts 
about 15, 20 minutes into the run, tend to empty out. I stop thinking about whatever else I was doing before the run, and I'm just listening to the song, and I feel its emotions and hear the lyrics and, and, and feel the music. And that's where I see little scenes, little characters, little ideas that start to crop up, almost like they're a video clip for that song. And that leads on, and, I, and I've got a bunch of questions I then ask about this in order to identify and define a little bit better what that would be. The third idea tool I've used is called the, the real story. So you watch uh, a news article or an advertisement or a, a little documentary story or something, and you, you start asking questions almost, almost like a conspiracy theorist. You ask these questions like, who's going to benefit from this? What's really happening? What happened before this? And you start using even just like a, an advertisement, or it could be a, a, something that happened in the news, a current event, and you can start piecing together a story on this one single element or one little event that happened. But I'll, I'll go into that another day. But there you go. That's, that's what's called stories. Retelling Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel are going to be mean. The witch is going to be good. And things are going to be grim. Now, it's a bit of a short episode tonight because, as I said, uh, things are a bit, a bit chaotic, actually. You know, getting everything set up, working from home. The kids are home from school, so I'm trying to deal with them. And uh, next week's goals. Uh, I'm just going to... Next week's goals. Wow. During the week, now that I'm working from home, during the week I'm going to run seven kilometers not five kilometers. Normally I run five kilometers at lunchtime. Uh, this past week I've been running with the kids riding their bikes and that's been quite hard because they ride a little bit faster than I normally run. Um, and then I'm going to, on the weekend, run seven kilometers and like 12 kilometers. I'm, I'm sort of trying to up the distances a little bit. Now the marathon I'm training for has been cancelled uh, because everything's cancelled. 2020 has been cancelled. Simple. But I'm going to plot out my own marathon course and run it. So that'll be fun. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be interesting enough. Now, I've got to write this short story and actually do it this time. And I have to do more of this how to write a novel revision. Uh, I've just about finished that revision, first pass revision, which is sort of, I guess, copy editing. I have to restructure it a little bit and introduce a few extra bits because, as I said, I'm learning about how to write a how-to manual, and it's a skill, and I'm trying to learn it. So what I would like everyone listening to this to do is think about how you might come up with ideas. When's the time you've come up with ideas? And analyze what you're doing at the time, what you're thinking, how you kind of did it. You can come up with a step-by-step -step process for creating ideas. It's good fun, and I think you'll get a lot of benefit out of it. In the meantime, I'm going to say adios. It's a strange thing for me to say, but bye. 